0: Aren't you glad that God still reigns? Aren't you glad God's still in control? We've got some prayer requests. Vicki Tukey needs a miracle from the Lord. She has cancer, been diagnosed with cancer. Elsie Stark, been diagnosed with cancer. Pastor Jim Eaton from the state of Missouri. The doctor's given him just one to two weeks to live. You say, oh, that's bad. It is. But let me tell you something. I got a God that's a healer. I got a God that's a healer. My friend John is here tonight and his beautiful wife Debbie. known John for a number of years. He bought these chairs for the platform. He's done a number of things to bless our church. He bought a computer that we needed. God woke me up Monday morning to pray for him had not talked to John. What's it been a month or two months, three months? I don't know. It's been a while. We we used to catch up with one another and talk all the time, and he'd come to church ever so often. And but Monday morning, God woke me up to pray for him. I rolled out of bed before day, and and I prayed for him. I don't always contact people whenever God wakes me up to pray for him. I just pray for him. I got a phone call from John. He said, Pastor Blizzard, I said, John, so good to talk to you. God woke me up to pray for you. He said, when? I said, last Monday morning. He said, that's when it happened. I said, that's when what happened? He said, I had a hemorrhage, or stroke, a stroke in my eye. Now, understand, this man works with numbers, okay? He's a finance manager for a big automobile dealership. All he does is numbers. he got one eye to do it with, okay? you got to understand, seriously, the other one doesn't work right, he's got one eye to do it with. That's it. And all of a sudden, he ain't seeing nothing. He ain't seeing no numbers, I can guarantee you that. And he remembered a card that somebody had given him two years ago about a doctor, an eye doctor just happened to be the same eye doctor that operated on me. Did my cataract surgery. And he goes to see her. She looks at him and says, I can't do anything for you, but I'm going to send you to another doctor. And this other doctor, maybe they can do something for you. So he goes to another doctor and this other doctor works on him. and gives him a shot. And how long did she say it was supposed to take? Four to five days before it starts to do anything. And how many hours was it? Twelve? Twelve hours. And he can see. And he calls me today and he said, Pastor Blizzard, I'm driving down the road. (laughs) I said, You're what? He said, I'm driving. I said, you're not, I'm driving. I'm going back to work tomorrow. Now, let me tell you something God is a miracle working God. That shouldn't happen, but God said it would happen. That man made some investments in the kingdom before he needed a miracle. I'm telling you, God keeps real good books. And God keeps good score.
1: Before before this happened, my vision was like twenty thirty. After this happened, I go into Walmart to pick up my glasses, and she gives me a chart. And I read below the twenty twenty. I read down like twenty ten. So she was amazed. I was amazed. I know I was reading so low. So whatever happened, it it. It changed this. So
0: I I can only say it was Jesus today. What a God. What a God. What a God. I'm talking about a miracle working God. I'm talking about a miracle working God. Debbie and I have been trying to tell John for a long time that God had something in store for him. And John's a good guy. I can I, I pick on him right here in front of y'all. He's a good guy, but a little bit of a skeptic at times, too. That's just John. But I told him yesterday, I said, he said, Pastor, why would God do that? I said, because God, God wanted you to have a miracle. So you would never question who he is and what he can do. And I'm here to tell you, John, that's just the beginning of what God wants to do. Amen. Let's take our needs to the Lord together right now. Jesus, we love you. And God, I thank you for the miracle you worked in John's life. Uh, But God, there's some other needs right here today. God, there's some other people that need a miracle here today. I ask you right now, God, to meet every one of these needs. Uh, God, supply every need in this house today. God, I pray you touch Sally Donato. Keep your hand on her. She travels to bless her family, God. Encourage them in their time of loss. Uh, But God, bring strength to her. Give her words of wisdom. Uh, And God, every need in this house uh, that a person brought here today, we give that need to you by faith in Jesus' name. Do the work, and for this we give you praise. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be
2: seated, please. Amen. Let's continue to worship him in this place. There is no place we'd rather be but in your presence, O God. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. We thank you, Lord God.
1: No place I'd rather be No place I'd rather be No place I'd rather be and here in Your love Here in Your love No place I'd rather be No place I'd rather be No place I'd rather be love, here in your love, no place I'd rather be. Come on church, sing it with us. No place I'd rather be. No Let's no, no place I'd rather be, but here in your love, here in your love, no place we love Him in this place. Hallelujah. More of you, God. Less of us, Lord.
0: More of you. Good thing about God is you can have all of Him you want. It's like going to a buffet. Just have all of God you want. People used to say, y'all pray that I draw closer to the Lord. You're as close to God as you want to be. He said, come unto me. Come unto me. You want to come closer to him? Just come closer to him. He gives you that open invitation. Right now, we're going to give you an opportunity to give it an offering. If you want to give electronically? Our church secretary is in the back. has a card reader there. You give online at ptlv.org, or you can bring your offering up. Dear Jesus, thank you for an opportunity to give to your cause. I ask you right now to bless the gift. The giver, use every bit of it for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you as you give.
1: Our churches bless the name Let's bless the name above all name one more time hallelujah Through the wilderness Blessed be your name Oh, every blessing Every blessing you pour out I'll turn back to Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name, blessed be your name, in a land that is plentiful, where streets of abundance flow, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name When I'm found in the desert place Or walk through the wilderness Blessed be your name Oh, every blessed. used to say be your glorious name,
0: the name of the Lord is a
1: strong
0: tower, Hallelujah. ah blessed be the name of the Lord, amen, I am honored to bring to this pulpit tonight a man that we love at Praise Tabernacle, I want you to pay attention to the words that he brings us tonight. Oftentimes, we, we hear him play the bass guitar, and we watch him play the bass guitar, and as far as I'm concerned, nobody can play a bass guitar like Randy Sineo. I mean, honestly, I, I've heard bass players all over the world never seen one get more anointed than him in worshiping, but he's also a preacher of the gospel, and we love him at Praise Tabernacle. Brother Randy Sineo, come, my brother.
3: Praise the Lord, everybody. I would like to pay honor and respect to our Pastor Blizzard, Sister Blizzard, each and everyone, of course, the stalwart uh, young men uh, on the pastoral team. If you have your Bibles with you, kindly open to Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 to 3. Isaiah 42, verses 1 up to 3. I'll read first or along with you. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, mine elect in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. A bruised reed shall he not break. Here, Jesus is spoken of. You may be seated. Here, Jesus is spoken of in his humanity. And so here in his incarnation, he was prophesied as a servant, which was fulfilled in Matthew chapter 12, verse 17. And then a bruised reed shall he not break. And why is that? Or how can that be? It is all because Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is meek. Everybody say meek. He is gentle and meek. As in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 24 and 25. And by the way, we know and believe that at the same time, the following verses are for us too. Because we are now servants of the Lord. Yet initially and originally, though, these verses pertain to our Jesus himself because he is the word and whatsoever good thing the word says, he has done it, being the righteous and perfect embodiment of the holy
2: scriptures. My brother, read. And the servant of the Lord must not strive... But be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient in meekness, instructing those who oppose themselves. And if God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth.
3: Amen. Our Jesus Christ is gentle and meek. Everybody say meek. He's gentle and meek. But hold on. Hold on, listen. Mark these words. Meek is not weak. And meekness is not weakness. But what meekness is, is controlled strength. Meekness is controlled strength. For example, a horse has not lost its strength when it is harnessed. It has gained usefulness and not lost one ounce of strength. Is that right? For example, okay, okay. Who has, who has been to the, or seen, or been to the great Niagara Falls? Yeah, all right. Okay. So, for example, 150,000 gallons of water per second, 150,000 gallons of water per second, pours over the top of the Niagara Falls. Yet more than a hundred years ago, Nikola Tesla and his engineers harnessed, controlled the strength of the kinetic and energy Niagara Falls generates and through the Adams power plant distributed it to nearby places. Meekness is not weakness. But what meekness is, is controlled strength. Everybody say controlled strength. Now consider, only Jesus can demonstrate ultimate strength and then apply that same unique strength in the most tender ways. This Jesus who has the power not only to throw down tables in the temple courtyard, or to expel demons from the possessed, or even to call a dead man out of a grave, is the same Jesus who has the capacity to show tenderness to those who are most delicate and fragile. Again, we're
2: told in Matthew's Gospel. But Amy, thank you. Behold, my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I have put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break. A bruised reed shall he not break. And the smoking flax shall he not quench, till he send forth judgment unto victory. Or till till he makes Uh,
3: Justice wins or sends justice unto victory. Therefore, we keep this title in our hearts, simply, a bruised reed. Everybody say, a bruised reed. My pastor.
0: Dear Jesus, I thank you for your servant right now. I thank you for your word. I pray God you'll anoint your servant as he ministers this word to our hearts today. God, there are bruised reeds in this house. There are people that have been wounded. There are people that have been hurt, God. And you're not going to throw them away, but you're going to mend them and fix them. Do your work today as you anoint your servant, and anoint our ears to hear from heaven. In Jesus' name we pray.
3: Amen. Thank you, Pastor. A bruised reed. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench, Till he sent forth judgment unto victory. So truly, meekness is not weakness. Listen, there was none stronger than Jesus. He was fearless before those who opposed him. He never once hesitated to say what. Yet in all truth and candor was needed to be said. Because meekness is not weakness. Listen. He that answereth Herod, not a word, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth, is and will be the same King of kings and the Lord of lords, who will split the Mount of Olives in the middle, as his feet stand on it upon his return. Zechariah 14 verse 4. So, uh, yes ma'am, yes sir, I am telling you the truth. He who, in meekness and ultimate self-denial, in order to redeem us from our sins and damnation, chose not. I repeat, chose not to be helped and rescued by 12 legions of angels. 72,000 angels, if you take 6,000 per legion, and ended being crucified and pierced. Everybody say pierced. Everybody, one more time, everybody say pierced will be the same one, O, capital O-N-E, for whom it is said, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. So don't we dare mess with God. He is upright, holy, downright holy and all right holy hallelujah and holy is also defined being not common so treat not that which is holy as common yet somebody say yet yet on his terms and only on his wise and gracious terms what God has cleansed, call thou not common. I am telling you the truth. In Christ Jesus, the one that was conceived of the Holy Ghost towards a pure virgin birth, even by, godly, by a godly virgin who was a cousin and cousin-in-law to none other than Elizabeth, of the daughters of no less than Aaron. And Zacharias, respectively, a certain priest of the course of Abiah, who were, listen, both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments or, and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Blameless. That's not so easy to say for everybody or someone. Blameless was the same one who was brought face to face with an adulteress there. The sinner before the Savior and the Savior before the adulteress, Ready to be stoned unto death. Yet he condemned her not. He condemned her not. Because if thou, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? Tell me, who shall stand if the Lord should mark iniquities? body, not even the capital P-O-P-E, everybody falls, no one shall stand, for as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one, for all have sinned and come short, fall short, did not get into the standard of the glory of God. Therefore, the Bible says in Psalm 130, verse 3, if thou, Lord, shouldst mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But thank you, precious Lord Jesus. It does not end there. It does not have to be because verse 4 completes the good news. But there is forgiveness with thee. But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. And so he condemned her not. For a bruised reed shall he not break. You know, a bruised reed can be one burdened by sin. A bruised reed can be a Christian who is weak and not yet strong in grace. A bruised reed can be a physical uh, bruise on somebody. Or an emotional or relationship issues and a bruise on you and or a spiritual bruise on your journey of faith. He who is without sin among you may cast the first stone. My Jesus replied to the bloodthirsty crowd. <laughs> wow. Never a man spake like this, man. <laughs> yup. Yup. Because he may be a man, but is he just a man? And so he condemned her not. For a bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench. Amen. Amen. Thank you for helping me to preach or teach. Teach. Brother Andrew, please. Oh, there. There it is. It's a common reed. I called Home Depot Gardens I called Lowe's Garden I called nursery plant nursery I called uh, Star Nursery to to actually bring that I couldn't find it I was able to get or to see uh, check out a horsetail reed which is actually not a reed but they, sometimes they call it horsetail reed and it's a reed like plant but that is a common reed which is plenty there in the Middle East and in Israel Thank you, Andrew. (laughs) It was in the trunk for like what two days? I don't know if that's so. That is a candle, and that is the wick WICK. Please forgive me. I sometimes spell my words because my Asian tongue might pronounce it the wrong way, and you won't understand it. Mm-hmm. I might say "weak" w e e k, which is "wick." That is a smoking flax. That is a smoldering wick. But a bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench. Look, where one rough touch will break a bruised weed and quench, or finally put out the smoldering or smoking wick of a candle or a lamp, the touch of Jesus Christ is with much less tenderness, love, and aura to live up the meek, To strengthen the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. To comfort all that mourn. To say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. And so, everyone being smitten by their own conscience, dropped those killer stones from their hands and left one by one. Leaving only that sinner and him who is without sin but was made sin for us. You picture that? The Savior and the sinner. The sinner before the Savior. And come to think of it, it's only Jesus who may and can cast the first stone and the last stone and all the stones because he only was and is sinless. Woman, where are those thine accusers? Nowhere, Lord, there's none of them. Because a bruised weed, hallelujah, shall he not break. And a smoldering wick shall he not kill. Unquote, yeah. A bruised weed is so delicate that just a wind can snap it. Or let a wild duck land on it, and it will break. A smoldering wick, just let a baby's breath blow on it, and it would extinguish. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee, go and sin no more. Oh, hallelujah to our living Lord and active Savior, Jesus Christ. Children, if you think of all the things he could break, the wonder is to see what he won't break. To see the things he won't break. A bruised reed shall he not break. A bruised reed shall he not break. You see, a reed is a symbol of being fragile. Fragile, meaning weak, delicate, Feeble, frail, and may I add, helpless, helpless, uh, in distress. His sister Yoli testimonies number one. Don't worry, I ask her permission. Okay, I thought she wasn't looking. When she was my girlfriend, she got sick with chicken pox and living. In Pandacan, Manila, with her eldest sister, Nelly, and her husband, Oscar, and two kids, Yoli, concerned and careful not to pass on her contagious disease to her two very young nephews, decided to go ride the bus on a 24-hour trip back home to Tacloban Lady. She just wore a uh, jacket to cover her skin and uh, BTW even that jacket she eventually and compassionately chose to give to an old man on the bus who was cold and trembling. So long story short, when she knocked on the front door, her mom opened it up, surprised, even shocked to see her young daughter looking like that. With chickenpox, perhaps almost full blown at that time and had traveled all that way on a bus, and then that bus being loaded over a barge to cross the sea, and then after that same bus to travel again for uh, 10 hours or more. So I would like to say her mama Maria Fe, on a different angle of concern, exclaims like, Daughter, if you already are that sick, Why did you have to travel all this way? Just then, her father behind uh, his wife joined in and replied paternally and rather tenderly, and this is my point. Oh, but where else can she go? Where else will she go, Yana? But home. You see, There, behind those fatherly and compassionate words, I submit, is the spirit of a bruised reed, shall he not break? A bruised reed shall Jesus not break? Because a bruised reed shall he not break? And the smoking flax shall he not quench? Year 2006, 2013, we were blessed and provided for and privileged to go see Israel on a three day, three night vacation and tour and we saw Jerusalem and Jericho. So now let's go to that story. Looking at that bandits baffled, bandits mugged and bandits brutally bruised, read of a man, if you will. A certain priest passing that way. Uh, seeing this bruised reed of a man, a traveler that was smogged by bandits, traveler passing from Jerusalem to Jericho. So a certain priest passing him by might have said to himself, awful, and yet passed by on the other side. Then a church worker, a Levite, on the same lane, saw the same victim, and who might have thought to himself, poor guy, what a pity, but the robbers might still be here, so I got to hurry, let you be, let me be, I'm sorry. Then change lane. Let that sink in. Then change lane. But a certain Samaritan, the Bible says, oh God, certainly you are no respecter of persons. But a certain Samaritan, Jesus told, yes, oh God, you are no respecter of persons, Lord God. You don't really measure by if once a Levite, a church worker, or a priest, or a hot-baked Jew like a Samaritan, or even a Gentile. But you look into the hearts and motives and inclinations and deeds of man.
2: And so Jesus said, But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, I submit a bruised reed, a badly bruised reed of a man. He had compassion on him. And went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. Oil to make the dust, dirt,
3: sand, and particles of coagulated blood Uh, He easily and comfortably is down and away from his ghastly wounds and uh, wine for antiseptic and protection from possible infection or tetanus. Read,
2: my brother. And sent him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Thank you. And this is the RSV version. Not
3: Revised Standard version, but Randy Saneo version. Hi, Pastor Blizzard. I cloned this from Blizzard chapter 3. Like, sir, this victim is in your good hands now. And how much more you have to spend for him? Bill me. And when I return and have my works weeks pay with me at this time, at that time, I will make it good and pay you completely. Sister Yoli's testimony number two. This happened at a time when we had not even met yet. At a time when her genuine Acts 2.38 apostolic Christian conversion with yours truly were years and years and years down to the future. So here, for a little while, just, just for a little while, let me, let us simply call her Yoli, rather than Sister Yoli. This sweet young lady was a newcomer, a newcomer into a busy metropolitan Manila with all its hustle and bustle. And take note, listen, she was coming from a province, and a province such as where you can, positive, positive. Uh, trust most people or pretty much trust most people. Tacloban later, Philippines. She was probably just 17 or 18 years old then. One rainy day, she was out on the wet uh, asphalt or, or concrete jungles of Metro Manila in a place called Taft Avenue. You know, If in Vegas it seldom rains, in the Philippines during wet season of only two seasons, dry and wet, it is a cycle of drizzles, showers, typhoons, flood, and torrential rains. And Yoli was out there in the rain, alone. Alone. Meaning to say uh, she had no companion. She had no friend with her at that time. And she was tired, cold. May be hungry, having no umbrella, no fair allowance for a cab, uh, where flooding is near probable. Brother Eli knows the Philippines well. Almost always flooding. You see, dear hearts, if Yoli was a reed, come on, she was bruised. But a bruised reed shall he not break. I say again, a reed is an emblem of feebleness, a figure of poorness, of being oppressed or in dire and desperate need, in distress. Then a man next to her on the curb offered her to scoot over under his umbrella. So Yoli trustingly and thankfully obeys. In a while, the man waved a taxi, taxi stopped. And as the man got in, asked her where she's headed. Yoli told him that she's going home to Pandakan. The man says, uh, hop in. I am going towards that area. And please understand that this conversation all happened in Tagalog. And I am just translating and or paraphrasing the best I can. And you know, during rainy season in the Philippines, the idea or even... uh, the down-to-earth application of yet-to-be-called ride-share or Uber was already a done deal in the Philippines. We were were talking about, about 44, double four, years ago. So, by the driver's passenger side, already was a random passenger, another man sharing a taxi ride. Yoli trustingly gets in beside the seemingly gentleman at the back seat. So counting the driver, there's now four of them inside. Long story short, they now come to her area, to her neighborhood, and she fixes to get out. Telling the cab driver so. But the man, but the man who offered her the ride now says to the cab driver, no. No. Just go on ahead and drive. He only insists that she's getting out. And again, the man instructs the cab driver not to stop, but to go ahead and drive. All the while, that random passenger on the driver's side was just silently but intently listening. The process repeats itself until Yoli is near to break down. Well, then and there, the passenger by the driver's side turns and asks her, "Young lady, do you know this guy?" She says, "No. Out of nowhere, the same man by the driver's side that asked the question, pulls out the gun, casts it onto the man at the back seat, and yells, "I'm a cop. Let the girl out." And so, hallelujah, yoli, the, the seemingly Bruce Reed got out safely, unbroken, and the cab drove away. Oh, I know that you might know that I may know that I may go ahead and claim and quote, and I will, and even give thanks for which on behalf of my wife and family I will do so, that the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth, Damn! Oh my God, this is not in my notes. Every time I come across my brother Jason that the angel, is it singular or plural? Singular, the angel of the Lord, encamped round about them that fear him. How can an angel encamp round about? Uh Uh-huh. It's like an electric pump. Put in number three or number five. You can't even place your hand there. So it's, it's, it's all around. It's ever present. And that's not on my nose, but it's good, man. <laughs> so help me. Help us. Thank the Lord. Join us now to thank the Lord for protecting and preserving your sister Yoli to be my wife to be my children's mom to be Sherwin Rosoria's mom in law to be in baby Grace Arya's grandmother to be. Let us worship. Stand up. Let us worship him a while. And I won't say please. Uramaseke, my Lord, thank you for my wife and preparing her and preserving her for the ministry, Lord. Decades into the, the future, oh, and she's now here, safe with us. Oh, my Lord, receive the glory, receive the glory, Jesus. And I thank you for this church taking with us unto you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So be it, Lord. So be it, my Jesus. So be it, and praise tabernacle, Lord. Bless you. Have a seat. So, my friend, my good friend, have you been bruised? Precious heart, do you have a bruise? Child, are you freshly bruised this week? Or the other day, or yesterday, or hours before. Daughter, are you still bruised and hurting? Or son, bruised, yes, but you're denying, yet it's still there? Bruised and offended by it? Bruised and, and hiding it? Listen, do not hide your bruise from Jesus. It's a waste of time and energy. Come to him. Show it to him. Admit it to him. Have a talk with Jesus. Surrender it to him. Because you know that either way, he knows and he knows completely about it. And nothing and nobody takes God by surprise. You see, the author of the word knows how to... Condescend to men of low estate. So a bruised reed he won't break, and a smoldering wick shall he not extinguish. For he knows how to look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Bruise, singular, give it to Jesus. Bruises, plural, give them to Jesus. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. Scattered dreams, wounded heart, bruised as soul and broken toys. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. Ruined plans, messed up lives and super delayed timetables and hindered and falling behind. Built payments and falling behind schedules. Bruised affection. Bruised and almost broken, almost snuffed out relationships and and uneasy and awkward conditions. Give them to your Jesus. For a bruised reed shall he not break and the smoking flax shall he not quench. Because again, if you think of all the things he could break, you will begin to see the wonder of what he won't break. He is the God of second chances. Take it from our Pastoral Blizzard's words. We know God's track record. Say, La, pause and think about that. Let that sink in. We know his track record. So now, listen. If my helplessness plus my bruises lead me to Jesus, then so be it I come to him for he will make up for my losses. He will. Oh, He will look at you look at you and look back into your life and there there you will see that through the years he has proven his track record is the good shepherd the gentle master and the sweet savior some of us might all even be six feet under the ground He loves you and he cares for you. He will stay faithful and true to you. If we deny him, he abideth faithful. He cannot deny himself. A bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not
2: quench. Read, my brother. For I know... The thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end.
3: Matthew 11, 28 to 30, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul's. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Remember, a bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench. Read, my brother, Isaiah 49, verse 15.
2: Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. They may forget, yet will I not forget thee. So then a bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not
3: quench. Hebrews four sixteen. let us therefore come boldly, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. A bruised reed shall he not break and the smoking flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment unto victory. And so, dear precious youth, and my churchmates, and my praised tabernacle family, hide this in your heart, claim it, act on it, and pray it herewith. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment unto victory. A bruised reed shall he not break.
0: Praise God. I thought as Brother Randy was was speaking about that bruised reed, when you go through the scripture and you go all the way through, you'll find that Jesus was always reaching to that one that was hurting the most. The widow of Nain, when he walked into that city, her husband was already dead, and all she had left was in that casket. It was her boy. She's on her way out to bury him, but Jesus looked on her as a bruised reed and said, I'll not let you go there. I'll not let you go there. I wonder who's here today, and you've been wounded some way. You've been injured some way and something didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Maybe you've tried for a long time to fix something on your own. The, the woman with the issue of blood spent all that she had and was none the better. She only grew worse, but she was broke, busted, and disgusted. She had nothing left. and She finally said, but if I can touch him, if I can touch him, how bad do you want to touch him today? How bad do you need to touch him today? The only person that Jesus called in Scripture daughter was her. We don't even know her name. But he turned to that Bruce Reed and said, daughter, daughter. He said to the woman caught in adultery, neither do I condemn her. He didn't endorse the activities she'd done but she was bruised. I'm talking to somebody here today, you're bruised. You've got some wounds. You've got some things that have never healed. And it was not just the women. He spoke to the impotent man that was there at the pool. 38 years is a long time to be second. 38 years is a long time to never be the one that could get into the water. To see others get it, and you didn't. get you an attitude with that he had such an attitude that when Jesus said would you be made whole he said you don't understand Jesus just smiled for some of us we'd have walked away and said okay you had a chance but not Jesus he said no you don't understand you don't have to get in that water the one that troubled the water is coming to you talking to somebody today. He spoke to a bruised, crooked tax collector sitting in a tree named Zacchaeus. Something in that man's heart wanted that. Maybe you've always wanted that. Maybe you've always wanted that touch, but you've never allowed yourself to get to that place you could get that touch. Let's stand together. As Brother Redeem comes to sing, I take I just wonder if there's somebody here that's hurting today and, and you'd like to come to this altar and let God just touch you. Let Him take away that pain. Let Him take away that failure. Let Him take away what you think would be a mark against you. No, no, no. He's going to take that turn it into something good. He's going to take your brokenness. He's going to take your feebleness. He's going to take your weakness. He's going to change it into something good. He's going to make it over again. He's going to make it right before Him. He's going to work it out and make it what it am. should have been a long time ago. But you've got to turn it over to him. Oh, somebody come on right now. Why don't some of you come and gather in with these and let's pray with these that are up here right now. Let's all come around the front before we go. God, oh, arms wide open. Come on, just come to him with your arms wide open today, God. Be healing to me, God. Touch me today, Jesus. Make me what you want me to be, God. Make me over again in your image. God, I've got some failures in my past, but I'm taking those and I'm putting those on an altar. God, God, I want you to make me in your image. Make me over today, God. I want you to use me for your glory, God. Make me what you want me to be. My life gracefully broken.
1: dance so, ignore of
0: your name your touch mighty him today. Love. Stands, today in jesus name, to end, jesus name. touch him today in jesus name don't touch my friend me. today yeah. you won't heal save everything that's me. broken in him god you heal will heal everything be with that's broken me. today god You god. God,
1: god. 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 make him in your image God. More To Jesus now.
0: together right now, hallelujah, 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 I love you Jesus, I praise you Lord, hallelujah, 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 too many times we feel like I don't want to come to God like I am right now, I got this going on and I got that going on, I went in to pray for a lady that was 88 years old and I began to talk to her I said when did you get wounded she said what do you mean I've never been shot I said no but you're wounded she said I I don't know what you're talking about I said somebody hurt you the worst part is they hurt you at church He said, it's been too long ago. I said, no, it hadn't. No, it hadn't. No, it hadn't. I said, God's here today. He sent me here today. Tears began to flow down her cheeks. I said, you've been reaching for God. You've been wanting God. But you built a wall and kept God out. Today, I walked into a man's house that was 90 years old. Talked to him a little while and I said, Would it be okay if I prayed for you? And he said, No. Save your prayers. I didn't know what Brother Randy was going to preach. looked at him and I began to weep and I said you've been wounded I said it probably happened at church he said no it happened when I was 25 he's 90 today or 90 next month he said it happened when I was 25 when a priest did unspeakable things He said, my life's messed up forever. I said, no, it's not. Today, today, salvation's come to your house. I said, I don't blame you if you don't trust me. I don't blame you if you don't ever trust a preacher. But Jesus sent me by to pray for you. But I won't pray for you unless you give me permission. well it can't hurt I said nobody can help I knelt down and took his hand and prayed for that 89 year old man he said I'll be 90 next month preacher I said God wants to do something special in you he said when are you coming back I said when do you want me to come back he said you that door's open anytime he told me to get out when I first went in You see, God's looking for bruised reeds. He's looking for people that have been wounded. What do you think David wrote in Psalms 5015? The Lord said, call on me in your day of trouble, and I'll answer you. How many times I've heard people say, why would I want to pray now? I haven't prayed for 30 years. Because that verse right there. Call on me in your day of trouble. I will deliver you. But he didn't stop there. He said, Then thou shalt glorify me. I'm going to do something for you. Don't worry about it. He didn't say, Call on me with everything's honky dory. Call on me when everything fell apart. When you're that bruised reed. When you're that wounded one. He said, Call on me. Thank you, Brother Randy. Thank you, for, thank you for delivering your heart. Amen. Amen. Pray for us as we leave tomorrow. We'll be back in a week, but uh, y'all have good church, and we love y'all. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake hands and be free.